Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast, brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress chick. I'm trying to find some new ways to say this. I don't know why I'm so sing-songy today. Bear with me. Uh, before we jump into today's episode, which I'm really excited about, and was one of those those pieces of content I started writing and kept writing and writing and writing. But let's give a shout out, of course, to my awesome sponsor, SiteLock. Not only does SiteLock website security give you an unparalleled level of protection for your WordPress website, it also lets you take control of those defenses from the convenience of WordPress. With the SiteLock plugin for WordPress, you can monitor and manage your security settings, get real-time security updates, and keep latency between identifying and correcting issues to a minimum. Uh, learn more at sitelock.com forward slash WP chick. Again, that's sitelock.com forward slash WP chick. Yeah, sitelock is keeping me safe. It's been great. Super happy. And that post, I am finally more or less settled <laughs> in the new place, uh, but the sitelock post and video is coming really soon. So let's go ahead and, and jump into today's topic. You know, it's funny, you guys, when I, when I go to the solo shows, it's as I was writing this post, this is when, this is how, this is my creative process. And that's why I thought I would include this, the creative process with the content upgrades, because I've had people asking me, and I'm going to get into it in a bit, you know, how I do this. And it's funny because for me, it really flows when, when I start doing the writing, when I start working. Um, and I've, I'll get ideas all over the place, but we're going to get into that in a minute. So, but yeah, you guys, it has been, <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't think I think I've shared if you're on my email list, you know this already. If you've read this, if not, get on my list. Um, yeah, the buyers backed out of the sale of the old house. So that was kind of a did not see that coming, like a week before I was moving. And just said, you know what, I'm moving forward and had like eight offers in a week when we put it on the market originally. So I'm not too worried about it. Um I think this is a testament to learning to be present and just one day at a time, right? Because trust me, there are plenty of ways I think I could have spun about that. But I was like, well, moving on is what it is, right? So uh, we did just move. I'm recording this uh, within a day or two of it going live. Uh, so around September 22nd. And let me just tell you that word... <laughs> last Friday. So hired movers. And I cannot begin to tell you how impressed I was with these guys, two guys. Like I had, I, we had packed up the house, right? Like all the boxes, all that stuff that was take. So it was just furniture, but to see how quickly these guys like get these appliances and furniture, like out of one place into another, it was just, I was in awe um, of them. But by Saturday afternoon, I was like a weepy willow. I was just very, um, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just so tired, you know, <laughs> like that feeling. And it's crazy when I think back to uh, how working in retail and I was on my feet all day, every day in like dress shoes, but I've had a lot of issues with my feet. I promise I'm not going to go down this Kim's medical history thing, but um, like bunion surgery on both feet. I've had plantar fasciitis, which is 
horrifically painful. Anybody who has ever had chronic pain, I feel for you because it's awful. Um, but obviously I sit on my arse all day now, which is not good for the waistline, but getting back into moving and I, you know, working out and stuff, but I'll tell you, my feet hated me, especially coming out of summer and, you know, being barefoot or wearing flip-flops, which my feet hate me when I walk around in flip-flops too. But when it's, you know, hundred degrees, the thought of like tennis shoes and socks makes me sad. So, um, anyways, I went and got, I don't, wherever you are. There's all these little, I don't know if you have these places, but it's like massage places and you can go in and get like a foot, an hour long foot massage or whatever. And it's not like a spa, but you know what? When you're in pain and you can walk in like the spa that I go to for like a good 90 minute massage, like I got to call ahead and have an appointment. Right. And so I literally went Saturday and Sunday. I was like, Oh my God. Oh, and my new house has stairs. And I have not lived in a house with stairs, which is great. I'm like, hey, it's great. Going to keep me, keep moving. Um, but long story short, I was fried. I was really fried and then didn't have internet until yesterday. I did the whole move with Comcast. Doesn't matter. They, um, I, I said I'd move the equipment. And if you, you've probably read this already. So let's not talk about that. It doesn't matter because clearly I have internet. Um, and I went and worked at my sister's for a couple of days. It's not funny. Someone was like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, uh, I actually read, so I'll be okay. <laughs> Except by like the third night, I was uh, my data has just been heinous for the phone. This because I was like, I just need to check out, and then I streamed uh, Fleabag on Amazon Prime. Um, it's a UK show, but <laughs> I, just, I streamed like two and a half hours one night, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a fat bill. Anyways, moving on. Wow, I'm sorry if I totally shouted in your ear and that startled you because I startled myself. Uh, so I've been talking, let's talk about content upgrades. And I've been talking about these for a while now. And, you know, I, it's certainly not something that I claim to be an expert on, right, with content upgrades. Um, but I will tell you, I do have firsthand experience with it. And it friggin works. So I don't remember, I was trying to think back to when I first started using content upgrades. I, I think the first time I tried it, gosh, 2012, so four years ago. Wow. Um, and when it was for pin, it was for a Pinterest tool. When Pinterest came out, like I was all over it, loved it. It was fun. And I wasn't really using it for marketing. I was just having fun with it. And so then I came across a tool and I guess I probably could have gone to the post to reference. So bear with me. One of the two names, one came first. I don't know which one. I think it was Reachly. Um, and I'm sitting here looking at the post as I'm recording this, and I think I spelled it wrong. But th- they don't exist anymore. Um, but it was for Pinterest. It was in the early days. And I came across it. And I want to say it was for scheduling scheduling pins. And you were getting analytics for your pins. And I don't totally remember. <laughs> that tells you how long ago that was. But what I loved about it was it, the interface was gorgeous. And you know, something is more fun to use when it looks better. It just does. There are tools that have solved problems for me, but I'm like, this looks like Windows, like circa 1995. I don't want to use it. Um, but so Reachly, it, it just, it looked great. It looked great and uh, it was easy to use. And I just was like, I'm going to do a quick little PDF. I don't know why. I get so goofy about, I just, why? I do know why. What am I saying? I like to create stuff and it was fun. I like to create PDFs. So I created like this 30 page PDF. 
keep in mind there were screenshots, guys. So I'm walking them through step by step and I'll do like little annotations and step one, step two, that kind of stuff. Um, and I got caught up in it and then I, I, I just, <laughs> I, you guys, I specifically remember it was like a Saturday morning. I know, right? Like fun life camp, but <laughs> it was a Saturday morning and I just found it and I was like, oh my God, I love this. And I just, I had no expectations. I just went with it. And so then I wrote a post on it and I think I'll have to double check if I, I think I had done a video. Um, but I put the PDF as a content upgrade. It was kind of just a step by step and then started sharing it. And at the time, it, they, I, they eventually became Pinnerly, I believe. Um, again, I don't think they're around anymore, but the owners, the founders were actually in the Bay Area too. And they reached out to me because I was sharing it for them. I mean, I can't, I know what it feels like when somebody I don't know shares my content. Um, or, or, or something that I've made, let alone like having a software, a piece of software that you have put all this time and energy and then finding, talk about validation, right? That somebody likes it. So I think that was my first content upgrade. So before we get into this a little bit deeper, uh, let's talk a little bit about what a content upgrade is. Wow. What are we 10 minutes in and I'm tripping over my words already. (laughs) Um, I know it sounds kind of obvious, but there are a few different schools of thought on on this topic of content upgrades. Some might tell you that a content upgrade is only when you provide something additional to the the relevant content, right? That the visitor is reading or consuming. And I'm going to give you a few examples as we go through this. And it's funny because when I was writing this post, I already came up with an idea for a content upgrade that I could put with this podcast post, which of course I have to go create it afterwards and it's going to get published first. But I'm going to, I want to keep it a little bit simple. And I'm going to just say that a content upgrade is anything that provides additional value to your visitor. So, you know, what that means to me is that yes, you can copy and paste a post into a document and that's a content upgrade. However, on one hand, some people might say, well, it's not an upgrade. But if you have created, here's a great example. I did a post with a few videos on WordPress sales pages, squeeze pages, and landing pages, right? And this was a couple years ago because it was lead pages, um, optimized press. Was it Thrive? I don't even know if it was... I, again, maybe I should check my own content before I start recording. But either way, I, I did this post and then I did a video on each of the tools and I said, hey, for easy reference, if you want to download this post as a PDF, click here. So I was very transparent that my point was, you know, I, I hate bookmarking stuff, you guys. Like <laughs> I save links or, you know, this is, I don't know how many of you guys, you know, you have two monitors and it's next thing you know, you've got like 30 tabs on each one. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? I don't bookmark stuff. There was a time when I did, but I never went back to it. So now I send myself links. I email them to myself or I put them on a tech stock and I still never go back to them. So I, I would rather have a quick little reference that I can just download. And I know, you know, and, and there's, there's a twofold piece to to this as well, because anytime you're doing a content upgrade and I I don't know what the school of thought is going to be on this. Um, and I would love to hear your opinions, but I would either have a link to an affiliate product, a link to something of your own to sell. And if there's no value add, that is something that you can sell via the content upgrade, then have a link anyways. 
that goes to a tool that goes to a resource that goes to something else. Because again, the more data, think of it this way, that anytime that you can create a link and track, you don't want to throw too many things at people. Okay, keep that in mind. You don't want to throw too many things at people. But it's, it's you're creating obviously need to track these links too. by the way, whether it's just pretty link or something more, you know, click magic, something more involved. But you want to start Anytime you're doing anything online, start collecting data. It's funny. I was uh, Skyping with John earlier, John Perez, and I was like, God, I just, I want a dashboard. And I know that they exist already out there, you guys, but a dashboard that has freaking everything, right? Like all my links, like all my data for subscribers, for analytics, for traffic, for social, everything. And I know they exist. I've yet to find one though that isn't either ugly or too complicated. <laughs> And then I'm like, well, maybe I just need a, a VA to do that. But either way, you get my point, right? So if you're going to copy and paste a post into a PDF for easy reference, just be transparent about it. You know, don't position it like they're getting something more. Just be super direct and say that, you know, here's um, here's the post for easy reference. That's it. I mean, it doesn't have to just be honest. That's all. That's all I'm suggesting. Um, the other thing is... I prefer creating something additional to the original content. There's a there's a handful of benefits to that. Yes, it's more time consuming, but I'm going to go a little bit sideways for a second, guys. So bear with me. The last uh, this year, actually, so the last nine months, uh, this has been a very interesting year for me. And just bear with me because I promise I will circle back. To, to where I'm going with this. You've heard me talk about CPA marketing and affiliate marketing, and I've gone from no more service work. Like this is, and I think this is the the life of an entrepreneur. And for those of you who are so crystal clear on, on your mission and what you're doing and what you offer and you don't waver, kudos to you. <laughs> but more often than not, I think we, we waver back and forth, right? And one thing I've learned about myself is that during these wobbly times, I guess we'll say, right, or when you just, you don't feel as grounded or as solid in in your direction, during those times, I need to not make decisions. (laughs) Obviously, I have to make some decisions, but, you know, I'm starting to really do that okay, let's not do the never, always, ever, you know, some of that stuff. Um, but it's part of my process. And I am willing to share that process publicly, obviously. And so, you know, it was, you know, I talked to you guys about the Acres of Diamonds. John and I have talked about that on Freedom Papers. And I just realized, leverage what you've created already. Like, you're sitting on Acres of Diamonds with with what you have. And instead of stepping into something else that you think is going to be the solution. And again, you guys, I think CPA marketing is great. I think if niche affiliate stuff is great, but why go reinvent and recreate the wheel, right? When you're sitting here with this. Um, And so my point in sharing all that with you is it's, it's the content piece. I 
there was some point, I think it was probably around the time that Dan Norris released Content Machine last year, his uh, another one of his books. And it was around that time I was like, I love creating content. I like writing. I like creating. You know, I was the kid that would spend hours in my room drawing. You guys, I would get a stack of like printer paper, literally. And I would just put it like, you know, put it on a book. I'd lay on my stuff and I'd just read. I mean, I would just draw. I would just draw and t- make up stories in my head. And I love doing that. I was always, you know, in high school when I was in leadership and stuff, I was publicity and I loved doing like the monstrous posters and creating. It just, I loved doing that stuff. I've always, I've always had that, that bent to me. So, um, so for me, the content piece and it was getting out of my own way in terms of what that content looked like. And, uh, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the creative process in a bit, but, you know, I kind of came back to just <laughs> dial in and master this craft for yourself or a mastery, right? Mastery doesn't mean you've mastered it, but, you know, focus on the mastery of what you're already doing well. And so, which is what has brought me back to content upgrades and, and refocusing. And I don't want to say, you know, considering the site, I've had this for what, eight years now. Um, You're going to have those detours where you question, do I give it up? Do I want to go in a different direction? Do I, you know, and it's just weather the storm. And I'll tell you, like the podcast has kept me going. It keeps me coming back to the site. The relationships I've built keep me coming back to this. And there's, there's a reason this has been around for so long and it's there. I'm in it. It's me. Right. So it gets to look however I want, but I, I just think that, when it comes to my point is the content piece, you guys, content's not going anywhere. And, you know, as, as Google starts stepping into this whole, which again, if you haven't been on my list, but this, this uh, new update they're doing in January about, you know, interstitials and pop-ups, meaning if you're on a mobile and a pop-up takes over the whole screen, you're going to get penalized. And so they are folk, you know, the search engines want, best user experience, the better content you have, the more content you have, the more frequently you publish it, the better you're going to be found, which of course brings me to SEO. And it's like, all right, I think it's time for me to invest in a good SEO course, which I'll be doing and sharing that publicly um, and and really dialing that in. So uh, why am I sharing all this, right? The It's just the content piece and how this is working. And it so when I made this decision, right, I've been through what spring kind of early summer was a little bit hairy emotionally for me. And it was with freedom papers. I'm like, just John and I, it it was such an automatic, let's do this. And I'm like, let's just pull back the curtain, share and test. And that's when I sort of recommitted to, to the content that I'd like to create to monetizing the content I'm creating. Um, And so content upgrades are a huge piece of that. Wow, that was a super long sideways stories. Hopefully stories, another plural story. Hopefully there was value in that for you. Um, But content upgrades are not just PDFs. And I think a lot of time the default for creating a content upgrade is simply a PDF, an ebook or a guide. But I wanted to talk about a few other options and start thinking about leverage. So here are a few other options for content upgrades. And a couple are going to be in the form of a PDF, but don't think of them as an ebook necessarily. So the first one um, is an audio file. And clearly I am a fan of audio, uh, but you do have lots of options with audio. You don't have to just um, 
well, instead of don't have, let's talk about what you can do. Um, you can do an interview. You can host a teleseminar. You can pull the audio from a webinar. You can pull the audio from a video. You can get someone else to interview you and you can sit down and record, uh, like a solo show like I'm doing, right? And one of the tools, um, I don't know if I've talked about this a lot, but as I use Zencaster now, I love it for recording my solo shows. That's what I use. And yes, there's Audacity and Audition and GarageBand and all those things. But if you're not into that, go to Zencaster.com. There's no E on it. So it's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. All the links will be in the show notes. Um, Zencaster.com and free. I, I'm sure there's going to be a price at some point, but right now it's free. So I would jump all over it. And so you can record a quick audio. Now, when I talk about leverage, let's take that audio file and I'm going to give you an example. Um, we talked about this in Freedom Papers and I'm going to do this for my site. Um, I sent out a, uh, an email a week or so ago um, in terms of, you know, when you're stuck, it was uh, the content brain fart and what to do about it. And I had gone back to co-schedule which you guys know is my um, editorial calendar, which I use it more for social sharing and the headline optimizer. And it just keeps friggin' getting better and better. Um, but uh, I had gone back to co-schedule to look at some stats and I saw, you know, one of my most shared posts legitimately because I, one of my top five picks gets shared all the time on Twitter, but I think they're just spam accounts for somebody that I, I shared one of their tools. <laughs> um, but was the, it was a list of uh, WordPress plugins I'm using for 2015. It had a, it has a better title than that, but it was shared a ton. And so I started thinking, I was like, okay. And I, I meant to do a post like that in 2016, but it was kind of boring. I was like, I don't want to just do an update for 2016. And, uh, and knowing that um, not a lot had changed. So I, I, it, you know, the list of plugins is not going to be drastically different. So then I was like, all right, well, I don't know if you guys have heard the term stack, like John's like, oh, developer stack, right? And it's tools and stuff they use. There's a marketing stack. So I was like, what about my business stack, right? Like, what if I listed all of the tools and apps and plugins that I use in my business, right? Epic post. And so I think I'm at like 47 coming up with like 47 tools. And, and I'm sure there's more. Now, keep in mind, you guys, what I'm talking about, these are not like all just plugins. So it's Acuity for scheduling or Google business apps or, you know, Evernote or Bear, which is kind of like Evernote or, you know, so it's literally everything. And so what I'm doing with this post, so I started my list, but then I categorized it. So I've got content, um, you know, design, email, funnels, whatever. So I'm breaking it into relevant categories. So then what I'll do is I will write the post. Um, and it's going to take me a little bit of time because my guess is this is going to be like a 3000 word post or something. Okay. So from there, I will absolutely put those in a PDF. Maybe I'll do an audio of the post that is only part of the content upgrade, right? So I can talk a little bit more about the tools. And again, you guys, this is how my brain works. I'm just coming up with this as I'm as I'm talking to you. So, but from that post, I'm then going to have a new resources section, right? So I'll have the post, but then I'm going to do a new resources. I've got a new theme coming out. So I'm going to do a great resources page. And 
the resources will be broken into categories as well, which will help me determine where, you know, what people want. Some will be affiliate links, some will just be free, some will not be affiliate, whatever it is, but it's all stuff that I use consistently. And, and, and by tracking those links, I'll see what people want more content of, but you see how I'm going to be able to take one post and repurpose it. So John and I with Freedom Papers, we're getting these episodes transcribed And then I'm taking the transcripts, which are like 18 pages. I'm highlighting, I'm getting quotes, I'm getting uh, tweetables. And then I create a content outline. And then from the content outline, I expand on specific strategies for the actual Freedom Papers physical newsletter that we're going to start offering. So it's taking what you're doing and saying, how can I repurpose this? And even with those transcripts for Freedom Papers, we're saying, well, how can we take this and create a book? Right. So, and you guys, I'm not saying regurgitating the same stuff. It's how can I go deeper or how can I expand on this or how can I provide more value? So, wow, all of that came from the audio file. But again, you guys know I love audio. Um, and there is, uh, John and I are using a tool called castsource.net. They will transcribe for you. Their pricing is great. Um, I'm also, I have found a tool called Trent, T R I N T dot com, um, that you do the transcription. But you upload the audio file and you're within less than an hour. The text is there. You can play it, listen to it. So you do the transcribing and editing. But it's a, it's like 25 cents a minute or something. Again, links. And, and I have to give a shout. Someone offered to go back and put links in the show notes for me, which I think I need to take her up on. Um, but I've just not responded. I've been busy with the move. Okay. So audio. Do you, and do you hear how many pieces of content you can create from one audio file? And then, of course, you can do a video, uh, you can do a mini course, you can do a how-to, a screencast, whatever. Just do yourself a favor and keep the length of the videos shorter. Nobody wants to watch uh, hour-long videos. I have to tell you, I I did a, I think it was a dollar trial to a great internet marketer. I'm not going to give his name because this may suit other people, and I totally have a ton of respect for him. I mean, it was a, it's a membership, it's a community. And there's a ton of training in the site, right? A ton of training. And it's just new training all the time. But all of the videos are like a freaking hour. And I was like, uh, uh-uh. like I would rather see, like when I did the uh, Thrive Content Builder, the ultimate guide, I, I did four videos and I, I made sure the goal was like, keep them all under 15 minutes. Like here's, here's how to do this. Here's how to do this. Here's how to do that. Here's how to do a review post. Okay. So I specifically wanted to do just one tactic in a video, but you see, so keep videos shorter and you can just use a video to expand. If you want to do talking head, do a PowerPoint, whatever works for you. We all know that I don't like to do my hair, so I will stick with audio. Um, You can do an infographic and yes, that's a PDF, uh, but you can, you know, do a great infographic that, so uh, I know I keep referencing freedom papers, but it's where I'm doing a lot of new things right now. So John and I have a lead magnet and it's called the top nine monetization models. And so it's, it's more of an infographic than just a doc, but it's a one page download. So that's something else you can, you can do a checklist. And it's funny as I was, um, what, as I was writing this, I got an idea for, for this too. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, you can do a manifesto. I'm surprised. Like I, I did this manifesto that I need to link to also. It's on my YouTube channel. It's like right on the homepage. But it, it came from a crazy Skype conversation. I think I've shared this with you guys, but where I just had hit a wall. I'm like, that's it. 
If it's not fun, I'm not doing it. I'm going to choose who I want to work with. I like taking baths. I like taking naps. I'm going to enjoy my life. Like, I think that was the precursor to the F the hustle movement. I'm just going to go ahead and own that right now. Um, but t- a manifesto, it's, you know, people like, I have to tell you, this was the craziest thing to me, you guys. So with the other podcast, John and I are looking at this and we were looking at, um, what we've only got, we've got 10 episodes, not only, I mean, <laughs> it launched August 8th. We're good with that. Uh, but we've got 10 episodes and I went, looked, our downloads are doing great. And our F the hustle podcast, you guys double the downloads for everything else. And our initial episode, the welcome to the freedom papers did, did really well, but F the hustle, I think it was episode eight, which, what does that tell you? People are tired. People are, that message is resonating with people that they're tired of being told to work harder and do the work and hustle and they did it. Right. Anyways. So that my point in sharing that is a manifesto, like own, own your truth, say what works for you in your business, how you work, who you are, the people that it turns off aren't your audience. Anyways, uh, you can do a webinar as a, as a content upgrade on-demand training, right? And again, have it be, I, I don't think that everything that you do from a content upgrade has to have um, another end point necessarily. There, yes, you can absolutely do things just out of the kindness of your heart, but just remember that you don't want to be creating a list of freebie seekers. Um, case studies, and again, I know this is a PDF, um, but case study, people love hearing specific strategies and one tactic or one example of how you did something and how it worked, right? And so um, here's a great example. So with Freedom Papers, Sean and I did a giveaway. And we threw it up kind of quickly, but but we did it, right? And so a case study would be what how we came up with what we were giving in the giveaway. We're just still waiting on t-shirts. Um, and I think that the giveaway would have done better maybe with some ads or if we actually had the F the hustle t-shirts, it was just a black t-shirt in the, in the image. Um, and so, but the, the copy, we can talk about where we promoted it. You know, we can do an, a, a very tangible example of the giveaway, what worked, what didn't. And then like we could do links to tools, right? But we could do a case study of that. Now you might think, okay, a case study on something that didn't work great or not, but we're going to be doing another giveaway. Um, when I talk about tools, I'm going to talk about the Viper. They've got a contest um, app too. We used Up Viral for the contest, but we could compare the two, right? So, because it's just going to be an F the Hustle giveaway. We're not going to do it was kind of goofy. It was like, here's your freedom pack. And so I can tell you right now, like the copy used some work, but we just kept, we just did it. And at some point, you know, that, um, what is it? Um, imperfect action beats no action any day. Right. So think about a case study and it doesn't have to be a client case study. It can be something that you've done. Um, something that you did and it worked better than you expected or whatever the case may be, right? So think about, look at it this way. So content upgrades, I could do a case study on the Thrive Content Builder post I did, right? The ultimate guide. I created this PDF. I did screenshots of each of the different elements because you can't necessarily see all the elements. Like I wish most of these visual builders, 
you can't. Like, I, I wish I could hover over an element and I could, <laughs> an image. I can't imagine what that would do for site load and stuff. But, you know, so you could see what it looked like prior. So I thought, okay, um, I, I'm just going to do screenshots of everything and explain how and when you would use it. And then, of course, within the PDF, it's my affiliate link. So, and I mean, you guys, I don't know. It's not been a lot, maybe 30, 35 opt-ins, but those are people who are interested in Thrive. And I'm getting a lot more comments and questions about Thrive versus Beaver Builder and when would you use which and stuff. So it's been super helpful. Um, but a great case study for this post on and podcast on content upgrades would be the creation of that post and content upgrade. Does that make sense? Uh, and then of course there's eBooks. So, you know, <laughs> I have, um, a, uh, da, 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 create content that sells, I think ebook, just something I created because I wanted to see how many people were interested in content. Right. And what I'm going to do also just as a side note, um, for that thrive post, there's a couple things I want to test. First of all, I should use their headline optimizer and split test a couple headlines because that's literally means just coming up with the title and then Thrive will do the rest. The content upgrade within the post is it's like a colored block, right? Like a pink box or whatever, my pink. And um, and it says click here to download the ultimate guide PDF or whatever. So I was thinking, okay, what might work better is then testing, um, I'm going to do an animated download icon within the box just to see if that draws some more attention or I'll animate the, the box one or the other, but let's just, let's just test and see if I get more opt-ins that way. The other thing that I could add to this post as a test is maybe an exit pop-up. And there's two things. One is I could say, Hey, before you go, make sure to download this or Hey, before you go or not before you go, go, go get your own copy of thrive content builder today or whatever. I think I'll do it before you go download this because I want the subscriber, right? Someone who's interested in that. So here I've had this post up for at least a month, I think. Um, and by the way, you guys, my thrive affiliate commissions because of that post are almost triple like three, t- I have like three X to my affiliate commissions because, and I'm saying almost because the month's not over. And I, and I know I'm going to hit a few hundred dollars more easy because I'm going to keep, and all I'm doing is sharing you guys. I'm emailing and I'm sharing it socially consistently. I've not even run ads for this. So, so there's, you know, a couple options in terms of what type of content upgrades you can do. Now, if you're stuck with what type of content to create for your content upgrades, take a step back and think about what would help you the most. And what I find most helpful is, again, those actual examples of when something has been used or implemented. You know, so here, here's the funny thing. As I was writing this post, and it, this came to me as I was, because I, I think I've told you guys, I for my solo shows, I write the post and then I have it in front of me as I'm talking to the screen and you know, <laughs> um, but at the end of the post, I'm going to, I've got some tools and resources for, for content upgrades. And so I was thinking, you know, God, I could easily create a downloadable PDF with links to all the tools, a checklist for the process of creating a content upgrade, which would obviously vary depending on the tool you're using. Um, and then maybe a video with one of my favorite tools. And it's funny because as I'm sitting here, I'm all, this would be a great con, uh, product, like 37 bucks, you know, to creating content upgrades. And in keeping it simple with a combination, because a list, you guys, 
it, there's a combination of of free and premium tools. Okay, so and I'm not always about like the affiliate, the affiliate. You, hopefully, at this point, you know that anything that I recommend as an affiliate, it's because I use it. So, um, you know, I could also include the audio download of this podcast for easy reference, right? So, so somebody has to come back and listen to it. But I do think that I could give examples and where I've not done a ton. I've got a handful of content upgrades on the site. But but one thing you want to keep in mind when you're doing stuff is that you can borrow social proof. So who else uses content upgrades? Neil Patel, you know, uh, Brian Dean of Backlinko. I think everybody knows Neil Patel, you know, Optin Monster. Like there's so many different sites that use content upgrades. There's so many different ways that you can you know, come up with the content upgrade, think about what would what would be most helpful for you. So that's usually the guide that I use for creating a content upgrade. Like what would be helpful? Like I said, when I did that Thrive post, it was, but I want to see <laughs> screenshots. I want to see what these elements look like before, you know, and you can see them in the videos and stuff, but there's a lot of ways. And so do you see what I just did too with this post? Like I came up with the idea for a product. And not an expensive product, but like $37 that's, and then if I wanted to, I could do, you know, three or four videos on different tools, maybe a free, a premium and compare. Do you see what I'm saying? So you can get, there's a lot of ways that you can leverage this. And for me, my creative process, finally getting to this point, um, a lot of this is going to depend on your own personal creative process. So there are times when I get ideas out of the blue when I'm not at the computer. And I have to tell you, like I was just sitting here. Uh, because again, this is how my brain works and I throwing a blanket that was on my lap at the dogs to stop wrestling in my office. Um, but I was like, huh, okay, that, that would be a good subject line for an email when the dogs won't stop wrestling. Right. I don't know where I'm going to go with it, but that's kind of how my brain works. And so the daily emails, I mean, this is a great example because, you know, ideas will come to me out of the blue when I'm not at the computer. And sometimes I'll send myself an email or I'll save a note on my phone so I don't forget it. But for the most part, my creative juices start flowing just through doing the work. And so let, let's talk about these daily emails. Over the last month or so, I've been emailing almost daily. Um, I'm getting there. And <laughs> truth be told, I am way too proud of the progress I've made to beat myself up for not hitting the daily piece of this yet, because I can guarantee you I will. Um, and it's, I've talked about him before and really excited because John and I are going to interview him tonight. But Ben Settle, this is his his method. Uh, and his stuff works. And <laughs> I think he's hilarious. But it's the story format, right? So you do a subject line that is good copy. So grabs attention. I used to do emails, you guys like, you know, blog posts, new plugin and what's been happening. It's like yawn. And, but you, when you know better, you do better. Right. So this, this I love this style and I, I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to write about until I sit down to write it or something gives me an idea, like something will pop into my head, like the dogs wrestling. And when I was sharing with you guys earlier, it was kind of a two for <laughs> the business stack, right? That I'm going to talk about all the tools and everything that came to me because I was sitting at the email, I was sitting at my desk, ready to write this email. And I was like, stuck. I just was like staring at the blank screen. Um, but I knew I needed to get it out. And that's the other thing. I, there will become a point where the emails get out before say, you know, 9am Pacific, but either way I'm emailing daily and that makes me happy. 
And side note, now what I've started to do is I take those emails and I'm creating a blog post with it. And somebody, I've had a couple of them shared now, which is fascinating. It's not for SEO. It's it's traffic engagement content, right? So keep that in mind because when I saw that these daily emails were like 700 words, I'm like, that's a blog post. Um, anyways, so, you know, I was sitting down <laughs> to write stuck and then because I am like the nut with movie quotes and song phrases and whatnot, I instantly thought of the scene from the movie A Christmas Story, right? The little kid, he gets I'm an, I triple dog dare you to stick your his tongue to a frozen flagpole in the dead of winter. And so he sticks his tongue on the flagpole and he goes, stuck, 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 like he's freaking out, right? And so that popped in my head instantly. So I was like, okay, I'm totally good. So the subject line of the email was cue the kid from a Christmas story. And I talked about that feeling of being stuck. And then I found a gif or jif, whatever you want to call it, um, and of an animated photo, right, of this kid's tongue stuck to the flagpole. And then it just like, then it flows for me. But so you don't know, you know, necessarily where the ideas are going to come from, maybe. But for me, that is my process. So oftentimes, um, the idea for an email will come to me when I'm just kind of waking up or like at night watching TV. And like I was thinking last night watching the season finale of Mr. Robot. I don't know if any of you guys have watched that. Got a little weirder this year, but I still like it. Or it's because, you know, when I sit down at my desk to begin my work day and I'm kind of checking email and having my coffee and whatever it is, but I, I just, I, I trust my own process at this point. Like I have a tendency to be better on the fly, which is kind of crazy, but it's from having done the work is why this works, right? Um, and the beauty of this method though, is that through the practice of this, you start to get more and more ideas. So writing for me has become way more fun and way easier simply because I've been consistent with it and I've been doing it for a while now. And nothing will help you get better at something like daily practice. And I know that sounds so old school, you guys, but you know, I've tried the, um, I don't, I, I don't, I've always, I was hoping, how do I say this? Um, you know, looking for that, that big launch, that big thing that's going to tip your business to the other side, because it feels like everybody else is doing it and it's happening. And I'm like, you know what, what has worked for me is where I've just shown up and been consistent. And, and I don't mean like diligent, right? Because, but I've stuck with the WordPress chick, easy for me to say, I uh, stuck with the WordPress chick, the podcast. And it's just, it's, and the podcast is probably the easiest thing I do. I enjoy it the most. I enjoy creating the content for the audio, for the written. I love sharing it. I love getting traction for it. You know, all of those things. And so it's like this, it just built over time. And so these ideas of like hustle and do the work and we know how I feel about that, but it's like, nah, you know what? I can make progress every day towards something. And so now I I truly have fun writing these daily emails. And, you know, so the same thing is going to happen for you when you start doing content upgrades. The more you create them, the easier they'll get. And you can also have a few content upgrades that you use consistently throughout your site. So again, I know I keep going back to it because it's the most recent one, but the ultimate guide to the Thrive Content Builder. I can put that content upgrade in every post I've done about Thrive and like any of their products, Thrive Leads. I don't know if I've done a post on the headline optimizer, but do you see what I'm saying? So it's relevant. So 
I, I can tie it in. And that way I don't necessarily have to go create new content upgrades for every post because that would be a little bit redonk, right? But if it's along the lines of, of uh, content, I could do my create content that sells. I could put that in there. Podcasting posts. I have a podcasting for leads, not just listeners book. So those can go, you can go back in and do that. And is it tedious? Yeah. But what if you just did one post a week, right? Like anybody can do that. And for the most part at that, at that point, you've already created the content upgrade process, meaning the, uh, the box, like the content upgrade that goes inside of your post. You've already created the lead magnet. You've already got the opt-in box. All of that stuff's done. So it's copying and pasting it into a post. That's all it's doing, you guys. And so think about that because then what you're doing is like with Thrive, anybody that subscribes to that is tagged with the tag Thrive Products so that I know these are people who are interested and Thrive products. And so anytime there's an update or release, I could just email them. And actually, I should segment it, email them. And then with a, with the same thing, like so email those subscribers, and then email everybody else and see what the engagement rate is, right? Novel ideas. I'm <laughs> saying this out loud. But you know what, again, I'm doing so much better with email marketing, I'm not beating myself up about a damn thing. Okay, so uh, here are some uh, some tools and stuff What we're going to talk about content upgrades. Let me just really quick. Where am I? Okay. I just needed to check on the time. Um, okay. So here are some tools. And I was thinking too, like really this, I could go so much deeper in this. I just need more time to research. Um, but I've got about 10 items that were just sort of off the top of my head. So obviously the Thrive Content Builder and Thrive Leads. Thrive Leads makes it super easy to deliver a lead magnet right in the same window. And I definitely need to do a video on this. And I'm going to try to briefly explain this. So when you create an opt-in box, think a light box, right? You can do different states. So the default state is the opt-in. Give me your name and email thing, right? Then what you can do is create two more states of this light box. So then the next one is the exact same light box that you get to edit. And it says, you know, thanks so much for subscribing. Um, click here for your download, right? So that, that literally, and again, this depends on whether you're doing double opt-in or how you want to do that. Um, but this way they don't, you don't have to then go create the confirm your email and the thank you page, right? This big long funnel that someone has to go through three steps to get the the lead magnet, the content upgrade, right? So Thrive Leads makes it super easy. And then of course I said Thrive Content Builder because the post that I wrote, the ultimate guide for, I used the content builder for the post. It's not a landing page. I I, I did it. And so I used different elements from the content builder to create that the graphic box, if that makes sense. Uh, Viper content upgrades. Um, this is not out yet as of the re- the recording of this publication. Uh, so end of September, depending on when you're listening to this. So it should be out very soon. Um, and it makes it super easy also. Similar to how I said sort of that default state uh, with Thrive Leads. And I will do, I will do a video and post on each of those I'm waiting because I joined Viper and it's V-Y-P-E-R, you guys. And I'm going to have them on the show. But Viper also has a giveaway that John and I are going to test their giveaway. Um, and I, I want to say it's a SaaS, like it's an app uh, as opposed to a plugin. Um, but now they're doing content upgrades that make it super easy and also 
for doing uh, kind of viral sharing, like to get somebody to share your stuff to get a content upgrade. So anyways, I'm pumped because I'm number one in the contest and I'm going to get lifetime access to their products. Um, so I will put the link if you want to check it out um, again. And it's this great grand prize. Like I get all their products and I get a review of the business. They deep dive into stuff. So I'm really excited. Um, really excited about that. Uh, Short Codes Ultimate Plugin. This is free in the WordPress plugin repository. Um, you have to get a little bit more creative with this, but they've got a, a handful of content boxes. You will still need a lead capture or opt-in box connected, whether that's Optin Monster or Thrive Leads, or I think there's one called IceGram. But you need to be able to, the Short Codes Ultimate Plugin will create sort of that graphic box. And when I say that, you guys think, you know, you're reading a blog post and then there's a colored box with text in it that says, hey, you know, like this, download this, right? And then when you click in that colored box, the light box appears, okay? So Short Codes Ultimate, there's a few different ways you can create that colored box. I love that plugin anyways, if you like creating uh, different types of features um, and formatting within your posts. It, it does a ton and it's free. It, it amazes me to be that it's a free plugin. I uh, also just found the content upgrader. It's also a free plugin um, and they have like 10 templates specifically for creating these content upgrades. Now the content upgrader in his video, he's using um, Thrive Leads to do this because again, you still will need a lead capture opt-in box connected to um, to this, but it creates a really nice looking box. Content Upgrades Pro. This is a premium plugin. I haven't tested it, um, but it does the same thing. It creates the content upgrade box. It also creates the opt-in box and delivery option. So essentially, you're doing everything you need with one plugin. Opt-in Monster is similar to Thrive Leads, and I did not renew my license. I really, I think I should to dive in because um, Syed Balki of WP Beginner, WP Beginner, Opt-in Monster. Um, now he's got a few other ones. They, they create great products. Um, of course, there's Canva for creating your PDFs. Uh, Canva is free. And it's yeah, I create all my ebooks and checklists in there for PDF content upgrades. Um, there's also Snappa, which you can create. I, I have been using Snappa for all of my social images. And I do have an interview with Chris Gimmer coming. It is absolutely one of my new favorite tools. Um, Zencaster, like I mentioned, uh, for recording audio content upgrades. Uh, I should probably put Trent in this as well. Of course, ScreenFlow and Camtasia for doing screencast videos or video options. So um, that's just a handful of things. And I, again, you guys, like as I started writing this post, I just want to point out to you that as I started writing this and going deeper into it and deeper into it, like I'm not someone that's necessarily going to like, I like doing outlines, but I don't do that when I, when I write, I just prefer to write and let it flow. And I edit, I've gotten much better, I think about going back and, and editing <laughs> funny, poor Johnny's like, is there, um, is there a, an app or something to that'll proofread? Cause he sent out an email, some typos. I'm all, yeah, it's called rereading. <laughs> um, it's just kidding. Grammarly is a tool he found um, because I've done that too. And you know, you're writing and you get this flow and it's like, I can tell where a sentence is. I started saying it one way and then I finished the sentence off with a different way. So I always, I do edit now. It doesn't mean I don't miss stuff. And I'm sure an English teacher would have a field day with the way I write online. Anyways, so there, there are some tools for you for content upgrades. More than anything, just like start simple, you guys. Start with something that would make it easy. Like I'm sitting here and I, I really do think I want to do that product 
to, to creating content upgrades, um, for, for growing your list and just make a real, you know, do some videos, do a checklist in terms of you're going to need this, 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 and this, um, show people how to do it. Uh, so do you see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's through the doing that I find, oh, okay, this will work or I could do this or I could do this. And then of course, you know, the way that like sitting here with this podcast, it's like I can monetize this post because a handful of those of these tools are affiliate links. A handful of them are free. You know, I am not, you know, I don't care if it's free or paid. If it's something I use and something I like, I'm going to share it. And, you know, so that's where you also create the trust factor, right? Is it's just like, look, I just want to share value regardless. And this is, we're all running businesses, right? So I, I really think with the direction with Google going, you know, again, content is not going to go anywhere. And the beauty of, of this stuff is that it works for you. This is that marathon strategy again, right? Like if you're, if you want to hit something quick, then you go by, by traffic, truly. Um, but this is that marathon strategy that, when I looked at the fact that that Thrive post, I did it, you know, in August. Yeah, I think I finally published in August. Um, but it's it's paying off now. So I'm seeing, you know, it, it starts trickling. It starts getting shared. And I'll tell you that, that that post gets shared more often on Facebook than a lot of other content. And so it's starting to pay off. So be willing to put in the work and but be diligent about sharing and promoting yourself. You guys, I've started to even resend emails to people who never open the email just to test stuff. And it's like, I'm pulling out the emotions. Like I'm not getting my feelings hurt when people unsubscribe. I'm not, you know, taking it personally. It's just, just, just get it done is more than anything. So, um, you know, trust your own creative process, test a content upgrade. Don't, Oh, was that asking? Oh, this is great. Quick little last story as we wind down here. Um, so a friend of mine, Sandy, we were talking about content or something and, and she was saying, Oh, but I need to do this. And I, I said, you know what? Just start writing <laughs> again. Imperfect action is going to be no action any day. And you will be glad, you know, when you can look back and say, wow, you know, even if it's, <clears throat> you know, take this daily email thing. Okay, so I hit 20 days out of 30. That's a hell of a lot better than maybe sending two or three a month. Truly, truly. And I'm seeing the results in my income, you guys. So just start doing it. Don't, don't make a mountain out of a molehill with this. Start simple, you know, and you will find like if you were to come up with, with three content upgrades that cover, you know, a little, like a handful of, of product or a handful of uh, categories on your site, you're going to get a lot of feedback. And then if you just plan to equally share, all right, so let's keep that in mind. If you equally share those, those pieces of content, you know, I'm going to share this three times this week. I'm going to share that three times this week. And I'm going to share that three times this week. So you'll get an idea. You'll get a a lot of feedback um, in terms of what people are wanting, what people are opting in for. So uh, just don't make this harder than it needs to be. And you can always improve upon it. I had originally done the reason I did this Thrive post, you guys, is because I had done a post and video on Thrive when I found it like two years. It was old. And then I did it. Um, I don't know what I called it. Again, Kim, go look at your own content before you start talking about it. But it was uh, an, it was a PDF download. And like I, I did screenshots of, of everything. Mind you, there's so many more elements now 
that I knew that that would be ridiculous meaning. So let's say there was um, a testimonial box. I did a screenshot of each style of testimonial. I don't, I didn't do that in this one. I did a screenshot and I said, there's six different styles. Here's how and when you could use this. So I tried to give a little bit more in that terms, but now I'm just starting to talk in circles. So <laughs> anyways, you guys are awesome. Just start doing it. Just do a content upgrade. Um, and let me know. Share it with me. Let me know how that's working for you. I am, I'm floored at how well they work for lead generation. You know the drill. Uh, that is it for today. Have an awesome weekend coming up whenever, or, you know, if you're listening to this in a month, have a fabulous day. As always, I would love a review on iTunes. Seriously, you guys. It's been a while since I've had a review and I'm getting kind of sad. I'm actually not, but I would love it (laughs) if you did it. So uh, you guys are fantastic and I will catch you next week. Have a great day.